Here we go. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez. And obviously, we all know that the national championship game took place last night. The Virginia Cavaliers got their first ever national title in program history, defeating Texas Tech 85-77. to And this game was the eighth game ever in college basketball tournament history to go into overtime. And I'm not going to lie, coming into this matchup, I was kind of expecting... Well, actually, no. Surprisingly, I was expecting a higher scoring game, and this is what the teams got. I said 65-60. to 60, uh, Texas Tech was going to win. So, obviously, Virginia proved me wrong. They, they won 85-77. to 77, And for Texas Tech, this was their first ever title game. So, either way, we were going to see a first champion this year. I know a lot of people wanted Texas Tech to win. I know I was one of those people because I felt like Virginia should have lost to Auburn. Um, guy missed, like, how do you miss that double dribble call? And then that foul was questionable because Guy's foot, he did kind of stick out his foot to draw the contact. But, I mean, Guy guy is a pretty good, pretty solid good player for Virginia, and he had 24 points last night. But for Texas Tech, Francis had 17 points off the bench. Edwards had 12 points off the bench. As a team, they had 29 bench points. So Texas Tech had a great balance of um, of talent throughout the game. It's just what it came down to was uh, Culver shot 5 of 22, 0 of 6 from 3, 15 points. That's not going to get the job done. Uh, Mooney had 10 points. He only took 9 shots. But if you're, taking, if you're shooting 5 of 22 from the game, I don't care how great of a player you are, but that's definitely going to affect your team in some way, shape, or form. But Virginia just made the plays down a stretch. Um, Texas Tech had a three-point lead in regulation. And for Virginia, um, it was it was an it was an amazing shot. I forget, I forget who the who the player's name is. I, I believe it was Hunter. Yeah, because Hunter had 27. Hunter hit the game time three-point shot in regulation. And you want to talk about clutch. Like that's as clutch as it gets. 20 seconds left. If you make the shot, you guys are go probably going in overtime. If you miss the shot, everyone know, you're going to be known as a fold because we talk about that a lot on Sweep Radio with Josh Sanchez. A lot of mental health, the mental health aspect of a championship game. I'm going to talk about that next for my next topic. But Virginia is your 20, 20, no, 2017, man, 2019, 2020 uh, national champion. And from a year ago, losing to a 16 seed, yes, Virginia was the number one overall seed in the tournament coming in the last year, and they absolutely wet the bed. They they lost to a 16 seed, the first number one seed ever to lose, and the bounce back the way that they did shows not only their physical toughness, but their mental toughness, mentally overcoming that hurdle, and in a tournament everyone's everyone's ready for you to choke because I'm not going to lie. Virginia has been a number one seed consistently over and over and over again. And finally, they get over the top. They remind me of like Gonzaga. They also remind me of Arizona. Elite programs that are always in the NCAA tournament but just can't get over the hump. So that's why when North Carolina defeated Gonzaga in a national title game two years ago, 
I was like, man, even that, that game was disgusting. That was probably one of the worst championship games of all time. And the amount of free throws taken, it was ridiculous. Anyway, that's a side note. But um, yeah, Virginia shot 13 free throws in overtime. They drove into the in, into the hole and they got the fouls calls. Where that's that's what Texas Tech was lacking. It seemed like when the game was in clutch time, Texas Tech was instead of driving into the paint and trying to win the game through the inside, they they were just trying to chuck up threes and and hit and hit the home run. And when the threes don't fall, again, I criticize Stephen Curry on this uh, on this a lot, especially in crucial games when you're down by two points instead of trying to hit a three and go for the home run, take the two, pass it out, kick it out to KD or kick it out. Like that's where um, when the Warriors lost their finals to the Cavaliers in 2016, that's why I was heavily critical on Stephen Curry on that. Because instead of settling for threes, if it's not falling, attack the paint, draw fouls. Good things comes, good things come to those who drive and are the aggressor because the referees will, will reward you for being aggressive. But Hunter had 27 points, Guy had 24 points, and Jerome had 16 points. The, the, the Cavaliers only had six points off the bench. So Texas Tech's bench dominated Virginia's bench, 29-6. to six. That is a big statement in the game. But for the most part, uh, Texas uh, Virginia shot 45% from the field, 45% from three. Um, Texas Tech, they shot 33% from three. They took 33-point shots. 30. I think that is way too many. I know in the modern NBA, everyone's talking about shooting a three ball and hitting hitting the home run play again, but you can't do that, especially when you're in a championship game and the stakes are high. When the shot's not falling, it's not falling. But Texas Tech, they had a great run, known only 0.6% of the brackets had Texas Tech in the final. And obviously for Virginia, they were the third highest picked. They had 31% in the final. But what that shows you is with March Madness, anything can happen. It's a level playing field. It doesn't matter if you have R.J. Barrett or, or, or Zion Williamson and all these great prospects on your team. But it, it shows you that you, you need to work as a team. And you got to have a little luck because Virginia was lucky during their title run. They had a lot of close calls. Auburn, obviously, um, even Auburn had a lucky run in the first game. They fouled New Mexico State's uh, shooter, and he only made one out of three. And this time, <laughs> similar situation against Virginia. Guy hits all three. So it's like literally a, a game of inches. UCF literally missed a game winner on Duke by a fingertip. Like literally, it, it, it's just you got to be lucky in this tournament as well. And Virginia was not only good in style, but they were also lucky too. Because either of these teams could have won this game. It was it was one of those games where if a shot or two would have fallen the other way, we would have had ourselves an amazing ball game. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. This is the first ever championship by a Virginia team around that area. So it's it's good. It's time to party hard if you're in Virginia. It's it's time. You need to Take, take a couple glasses. I'm more of a wine drinker. I like I like to feel bougie when I drink. But, um, yeah, I said bougie. But, um, hey, it's time to go out, have fun, uh, and enjoy this victory. Virginia is your national champion, 85 to 77. 
But um, you can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor app. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Stick around. I'm going to talk about the mental aspect of winning and losing in the sporting world next. But you're listening to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the second topic and mental health topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Earlier I talked about Virginia winning the national championship and what it means for the state of Virginia and what does it mean for the university because this was their first ever championship in their program. Well, national championship because obviously Virginia won way back, way back in the day. But obviously in the sporting world, there's a concept of winners and there's a concept of losers and just mentally what goes on through the player's mind. Um, it, it, it literally, there's no like one clear answer when it comes to this because every person operates differently and depending on the situation of the game um, will determine whether or not a player will get back up or, or, or will a player have that affected, will have that moment affect them for the rest of their lives. But this is a very good topic because obviously in sports, there's always going to be one winner and there's always going to be one loser. That's just how it is. And for the winners, it feels great. Like you go on to, you feel like you're on top of the world. You put in all this work in the off season because for every sport you play, you got to put in work in order to be successful. In basketball, it's always doing the cone drills, doing the dribble drills, uh, hitting the gym, hitting the weight room, uh, agility, shooting drills, defensive drills, constant, constant, just consistent practices and drills. For football, it's heavy lifting, speed lifting, and again, doing similar things to basketball, but you're using a football. Baseball, it's hitting the cages. Like, like a lot of people don't realize this. Like, when you play a sport, it's literally your life, depending on, like, like the if you take it seriously or not. And especially if you're playing D1 athletics, and if you are thinking about being a professional athlete, it, it is a lifestyle. You have to commit to the lifestyle. And when you lose, when you have a suit, when when you lose a big game, it's very hard to come back from that. Um, I know college basketball recently. I know North Carolina. They they lost in the national championship to Villanova. Then the following year, they bounced back and won uh, the national title. Virginia literally lost to a 16 seed last year, and then they bounced back to win the title. Um, what happens with that is they use that as motivation. They use that as a way to fuel their fire and to train extra hard. Because programs, teams, they have to find some way to have motivation to push them, to get them over the hump. And I know what North Carolina did was they all they kept doing was replaying the buzzer beater over and over and over again, just to remind them that if they put in the work and they work a little bit harder than they did last year instead of being the game win the, the team hitting the game uh, the game winning shot they're going to be the team that will win the game and end up winning the title and that's what they did the following year so again finding that motivation um i know with football it's very hard a super bowl loser it's called a super bowl um well not super bowl hangover but it's like a super bowl um 
I want to think of the right term for it. It's it's sort of just like you lost and there's no coming back from it. Like Seattle was a perfect example. They lost to the Super Bowl to the Patriots and they literally lost. And the second they lost and the second they did not run it to Marshawn Lynch, uh, the team lost interest in Pete Carroll. And that's where the locker room was lost in Seattle. So that's why the whole team ended up just not that and injuries as well. But but the concept of you reach the highest pinnacle, you worked so hard to get to this point and you lose that feeling of disappointment, that feeling of self-doubt, the feeling of because, again, we're in social media. So people are just going to replay the highlights over and over and over again. So it's just all the outside factors are against you. And it takes some time to recover from it. But the beauty thing about sports is you can bounce right back and you can work hard and you can, again, try again next year. And what happens is after a person embraces, you have to acknowledge, yeah, we lost. That's the first step with anything if you are the losing team. So what Texas Tech has to do is they need to realize, hey, we may have lost the national title game, but we have we had a great run. No one, would have, no one would have expected us to get to this point. So the first step is, yeah, we lost the game. We lost. Virginia outplayed us when it mattered most. We lost. If you're if you're Culver, who, who shot 5 of 22, I had a rough shooting night. But the beauty about sports is, what did I do wrong in that shooting night that I can do better from here on out? Because you could go 5 for 22 one day and go 10 for 10 the next day. Like, that's just the beauty about sports. But mentally, just you got to overcome that because you can either go two ways mentally. You can either acknowledge that you lost, acknowledge your defeat, and use that as motivation and use it as a learning experience to become an even stronger and better person mentally and physically. Because a lot of it is mental execution as well. You need to realize that in sports, a lot of it is mental. Taking a quick three-point shot or attacking the hole and kicking it out to a wide-open person or a teammate. Those are the little differences you can make mentally that you can use next time around. So just taking a little mental notes there, watching the film. You have to watch the film. Film is a great teacher. I know when I played football in high school, I would watch the film on myself and I was all, I would also watch the film as a team in general and what were we doing on one specific play. On that big touchdown run we gave up, what did we do wrong? Did we not did we not hit the A gaps? Did we not like just like stuff like that, like mental notes, baseball, working on your swing, what's going on with your slump? Why am what pitches am I struggling with? I'm just understanding that and using that as motivation because mistakes help us. And people need to realize that mistakes, without mistakes, people will not be able to grow as a person. Even Tom Brady, yeah, he's yeah, he won five rings, but he's also lost three Super Bowls. And what the Patriots do is they bounce right back because mentally they know, hey, we may have lost this year, but next year's a new year. And mentally, we we know that we can we can achieve success if we believe in the system. So that's what Texas Tech has to do. They need to believe in their program, stay committed to what they're doing. This team thrives on defense, so stick with defense. You're a defensive tenacity, one of the best defensive teams in the country. So you can use that to hang your head up from this. And then start training. Take a couple days to realize, yeah, we lost. Soak it in. But then use it as motivation. We may have lost this year, but next year we'll bounce right back. And a lot of that goes with physical training, mental training, believing in yourself, positive self-talk, goal setting, setting 
again, I talk about this. I was on a, a guest on a, a on a show on Sunday, making process, performance, and outcome goals. Those are the the outcome goals. Is obviously your outcome goal is revenging and winning the national championship. But how are we going to get there? What training can we do each day? That's process goals that lead to performance goals. After two months, I want to reach this certain. I want to work on my fadeaways. I want to be able to shoot 80% on my fadeaways or something like that. Leads to performance goals, and then it leads to the outcome goal. So goal setting, positive self-talk, um, constantly reminding yourself why I am here, finding that sense of purpose. That is what people have to take in. And now, if you lose, you can also go on the other end perspective, and you can regret and you can doubt. I will never be able to do this again. And if you do that, if you do that, then you're never going to reach anything in life. Not even just sports, just anything in general. If you doubt yourself and you think, "Oh, because I'm a, because I made this mistake, it's going to ruin me," no, you have to get over that because mistakes happen to everyone. Mistakes help helps us grow. I'm, I'm literally making mistakes now, recording a podcast. Sometimes I stutter. Sometimes I pause. It happens, but you got to keep it pushing because eventually it's going to help you grow. And it's going to make you a better person. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and on the Anchor app. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I hope you guys have a wonderful day out there. Texas Tech, stay strong. Virginia, keep your heads up, man. They, they might even repeat next year. I know there were talks about a lot of people are coming back. But um, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. This is Josh signing off. Swoop.